You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, this is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Pashera. Uh, and we have tonight our first mobile guest, Ty Rainey, coming from um, his mobile unit over there. What's going on, Ty? Hey, what's happening, fellas? How much? Yeah, man. No, it's so good to finally have you. Uh, Alex, I don't, you, you haven't met Ty before, but Ty, no. Jer- Jersey guy, great comic, great guy. We've done a, we've done a few things together, right? Absolutely, man. You did, uh, you did my show in Jersey City. I did your show in, was that Montclair? Was it uh, either the Montclair or the, Blo- the Bloomfield show? I oh, Bloomfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. then um, we just did, uh, I just did a Zoom show with you and uh, Gordon Baker Bone and uh, Ibrahim Khalif. That was hilarious. Yeah, a lot of fun. And, and Taj, Taj Osario. Taj, yeah, well, Taj, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. And so, no, man, yeah. I'm so excited to finally have you. So you picked, a, you picked a good movie, so why don't you tell us what you picked and why you picked it? All right. All right, the movie I picked was uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. Uh Starring Chevy Chase. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man, this movie. The reason why I picked this movie, just just the slapstick comedy in this movie, and Chevy Chase um, during that time was just in his bag, so to speak, as far as being the, the funny guy from Fletch Lives, the Fletch. Just Chevy Chase and his humor, the way he does physical comedy and and, and his his timing with everything is just hilarious to me and, and, and being a uh, i guess i guess that, that came out when i was like about how preteen maybe That's perfect for this movie i feel like yeah that, that's like the perfect stuff because it had the little you know adele in the windows in there and and mm-hmm. and you know um the family you know with their coming of age stories individual stories and, and, and clark trying to hold it all together with him being like a, a bumbling idiot you know with the european vacation and winning the pig in the polk you know, pretty much by accident. I mean, that game show is hilarious. It's hell it, yeah, and it's so funny. I think it's a little forward thinking. Uh, how how embarrassing re- like reality TV and game shows were going to get in like the two thousands, two thousand tens. Like, I don't know. Was it that bad in the eighties? Like, do uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like dressing up as pigs and oink oinking for for the I camera. Think, <laughs> I think some of the that, that was the exaggerated humor in it which which I like, but I think mm-hmm. the games in the 80s were kind of shitty. Like remember that <laughs> game we had with the with the box going around, it used to land on like the denoid looking domino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's back. I, I think that's yeah. pressure luck. Yeah, don't don't bring that shit back. Like leave that leave that alone. Well, you know, well game shoot I feel like the game shoot game shows go through phases. You know, yeah. like so it was like big in the seventies and eighties, and then like uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and um, what's the one with uh, with Howie Mandel, Mandel with the boxes? I can't even think what it is. It's like the biggest one, Deal or No Deal. Yeah, deal or No Deal. Yeah, deal yeah. Or No Deal. There you go. I even. I mean, are you a game show guy, Ty? Mm, not, not really. I mean, I I watch. You know, Price is Right. You know, and uh, certain game shows I watch, like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I watch that with the lifelines and all that shit. But uh, you're not going to catch me rushing to the couch anymore, like like the '80s when 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 the game shows was like really yeah. really hot. You know, see, I was like, I was a huge. I'm still a big Jeopardy guy. I don't watch it regularly, but like one of my dream jobs is uh, is host of Jeopardy. Mm. And uh, I actually tried out for the teen tournament when I was a kid, and it was kind of rough because I didn't make it, and that was like my dream. But uh, I took the millionaire test twice and passed it both times. Yeah, and then, and then didn't get asked to be on the show. I actually failed the personality test. Oh, that's, yeah, oh. that's probably why. I, uh, yeah. I I took the test, and then they go, you know, we're we're having a movie. Oddly enough, they're like, we're having a movie week, uh, and so we're looking for people for that. And I said, oh, that's well, that's my thing. And I go in, I take the movie test, and I destroyed it. I was, like, embarrassed that, it, like, it was too easy. I was like, they should have made this test harder. And so they do, like, a, they do a screen test. They want to see how you're going to be on camera, you know? Right. And they ask you some questions. So they're like, you know, like, besides trivia, like, is there any other movie stuff that you're into? Do you collect memorabilia, anything like that? 
Right. And um, I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, you know, I have a bunch of movie posters, and I, I like to collect uh, the foreign version of American movies. So actually, the very first poster I ever got, I was in Italy traveling, and I got The Hustler, which is an old uh, um, Paul Newman movie. I got the Italian poster for that. And okay. she's like, oh, that's very cool. Like She goes, is there one in particular that is really special to you? And I said, well, I was like traveling through uh, Bo- uh, Belgrade and Serbia, and I saw this Steve McQueen poster, but it was all written in Serbian in this bar, and I swiped the poster. And she goes, you swiped it? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, fuck. She's like, yeah, you know, thank you very much. I was like, there's no way ABC is going to put this poster thief on a fucking game show. And I was like, son of a bitch. If, if I had just said nice it was like word, a like swipe. Well, I, it was a flyer. What I should have said was, oh, there was a flyer and I took the flyer. But when I said swiped, she got like she clammed up. She's like, all right, you're done. We're not putting you on ABC. And I was like, son of a gun. Yeah, you, you snitched on yourself. Should have just said, yeah, it was a stack of flyers I had. And I just, yeah, but uh, my family is definitely like my, my parents have become like real Wayne Brady people. So I don't know whatever Wayne Brady hosts right now, but I feel like every time I go to their house, Wayne Brady is on the TV. Mm. This, this movie made me uncomfortable about fam- like actually going on a family vacation. Did it? it? It like reminded me of why I do not want to travel with my family. Ah. <laughs> uh. See, this kind of reminded me, like, it, it, it kind of made me want to travel an adventure and be like Russ yeah. in the movie, like, hook up with some foreign chicks. Yeah. Wait, you, now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, not now. It's like, it's like, <laughs> no, it's perfect. Russ is like the perfect age for like a family family vacation. Like, I I, I agree uh, with Ty. Like, like I don't know. I, I thought it was like, for sure, like, like that. those are the best moments in my life, which is like going to some random place and just finding yeah. some other like out of place teenager, like in it, it, just doing the same thing I'm doing or feeling the same way I'm feeling about something elsewhere. And right. just, and just like, yeah, I, I, there's a few times in my life where I had like a rust moment with the German girl, which was like, yeah. Best have you guys, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. Have you guys yeah. been to, uh, have you been to Europe? Oh yeah. Yeah. T- t- yeah. It's, it's fun. Cause when I went, my, my family's from Sicily. I went the first time when I was 13 and you're just like watching TV, and there's a cookie commercial, and a girl's got her tits out. Oh and I yeah! Was like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> so there's definitely like, I understand that like teenager, like there's just tits everywhere over here. Yeah, and I and it's funny you said that because the well, I went to Amsterdam in 2000, mm-hmm. and um, I went with a friend of mine, and we were, I don't know, in, in the red light district, everything kind of funnels back to like a circle. You really can't get lost in that area. You know, everything kind of just goes back to like an outdoor shopping mall. And I don't know what happened. We were we were half, we were baked out of our minds, you know, smoking all types of weed and freaking space cakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the, there was a bakery that, that, that lured me in with these giant apple fritters that was like the size of my head. But when I went into the bakery, there was a video playing. I think it was Pharrell's um, rock star video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. the it was the X-rated version. It was tits everywhere, and it was like twelve noon. It was kids in the bakery and shit. And yeah. I lost my partner for like three hours because I was looking at the tits like one of the kids, like yo, this shit is playing in the bakery. <laughs> Nobody flinched. Nobody was like scrambling for a remote. If this was the America, you'd be scrambling for the remote, like yo, change the channel, like yo, you know, I'm I'm offended, but it nobody. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. In America, they don't even air that on the TV anywhere. No, no, no way, no way. Right. And my thing is, like, I tits that make me version my- never saw the light. I never saw yeah. that version of that video, even though I love that. That's one of my favorite songs, like, of all time. Like, yeah. and I never, yeah. I, no, I, like, never, t- I didn't know there was a version like that. It's like, oh, baby, you want me? I was like, oh shit, there's tits. <laughs> they're all, they're all naked. Well, it's the same thing with the the Robin the Robin Thicke song with him and Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the same thing. I, I think I might have been in Europe when that video. I saw the 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 uncensored video first, like the European version, and then the American. It's like, damn man, it's I, I wish I wish because all those girls they just look healthy, supple. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Oh. It sounds very creepy. That no, I'm just creepy. Saying, I'm yeah. happy. For, Don't I'm ever happy say for, supple. It's not. I'm happy not for word. them. Okay. Go enjoy the beach. Don't get any tan lines. Well, it, well it's funny because this movie, yeah, right? 
like this was my first time revisiting this movie in a long time, and I remember seeing it a lot as a kid. I I don't think it holds up as much as the original. I think the original is like a perfect comedy. But one of the things that really like um I don't like when actresses get too good to show their tits. So Beverly D'Angelo in the first one is all about it. And then this one is all about her being embarrassed about being naked, which kind of threw yeah. me like logically. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, and when you said the first, I'm trying, I do remember seeing, I know I see, saw the first one. Um, but you're right. The second one, when she got, when she was recording, the minute you walk through the joint, and after he was a man of distinction, when the towel dropped, you're like, oh, I thought I was going to see some titties, but you saw a bat yeah, you, in the silhouette of titties. Yeah, like, you don't see titties. You know, maybe yeah. a glance. Mm. You're set, like, you know, you're set up for it because you. Uh, so like you can't like I feel like a lot of these actresses do this where like Charlize Theron early on in her career got topless and then she got too good for it and now you, it's like all right I'm done with you then your career's over to me I don't ever want to see another Charlize Theron movie again and man it's only two well, years that's difference a little, that's a little harsh I would say I, like, I got to draw a line in the sand rules are rules are rules <laughs> I mean she's a person too you know I, I, I know I know fine. but because it's funny because there was like, there was all these tricks to these movies too because you would well, yeah. see that you would see the tits early in the movie right right and the then you would you would watch too. another hour and be like wait a minute like that was it like you thought you were getting set up for something and it was really the payoff was in the first 10 minutes. But there were there were more titties to be had in yeah. this film. There's where they go to the French whatever, whatever that thing is that like uh burlesque show or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a hilarious scene where all, <laughs> all these French girls on stage just start taking their tits out and and uh the wife is like <laughs> she's like what the fuck is this? Like and all the guys are like, "Yeah, this is great." <laughs> I do remember uh watching this movie as a kid and getting super excited about the German girl. Like that's like to me, yeah. like that was yes. literally the best yeah. thing that could ever happen ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, she had like picture perfect tits. Yeah, the, the, the Dutch girl. When Russ had to leave her because his father was being chased by the town. Yeah, that was funny. Kind of like fuck the family. We I, I would have stayed. That was the best yeah. moment of his life. That character <laughs> yeah. in the, right. if that character was a real person, Russ, he should have just set up camp, married that girl, never left Germany. <laughs> he would have had a better life. Like, uh, and, I mean, oh, go ahead. Sorry, we gotta say that like the fact that they just changed the kids, like to change the actors. That's weird. The, these were definitely like the D League version of the kids. Uh, well, they were both like a little off. Who were the two in the first movie? It was Anthony remember. Michael Hall. Oh, that's right. Who, He's great. Who basically yeah, 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 he yeah, got yeah. too big to do the sequel. Like, that's on him. Want, he probably just didn't yeah, want to do it. They wanted him. I think they wanted him, and he had something else booked. And then the the girl, I can't remember her name, but she. Uh, they figured if they weren't going to bring back Anthony Michael Hall, there was no point bringing her back. That's that sucks for an actress. You're like, oh, by the way, Oof. if the other guy doesn't come, we really don't give a shit about you. <laughs> wow. So, trying to remember. Wait, the other one was when they were trying to get to Wally World. Yes, uh, yeah. that's the original one. That's yeah. the original one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then when there's he, Christmas when he, vacation. When 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 uh when he wigged out and, and fucking punched Wally Moose in the mouth, it was like huh, huh, that shit. In the yeah. Lamborghini when he's chasing a chick with the Lamborghini. Chrissy, Chrissy. Well, it's funny yeah. because like one of the okay. things that's come up a lot in this in this podcast is that the first one came out in 83 and this one came out in 85. 83 right. was still kind of a darker time. Like the yeah. comedy was darker. Like things were darker. 85 was like real like rah, rah, rah America. So this movie even ends with like we're so glad. We're, like it ends with like a song that you could have put in Rocky Four. There's some yeah. like a like yeah America fucking rock at, song at the at end of this movie point, for some they, reason. At one point when mm. they're flying back at the towards the end, I mean they literally play the Star Spangled Banner. Like yes, it, like the Star Spangled Banner is part of the soundtrack. That's I, this movie is um uh, well it's just a testament to the 80s and, and you're right Peter like 1985 and uh, specifically like uh, was so patriotic compared to like now it it's unrecognizable. Like the the idea that a major blockbuster type motion picture would have this level of patriotism in it, like just like the not even patriotism, just like just the general idea that like you know America is the greatest or like home is America, like 
we're so opposite of that right now. And I don't, I'm not saying it's better that where we're at right now, but it's just, it's just fascinating because I was born in the early nineties. So I don't, I feel like I missed out on the heavy patriotism in like media. By the time I was old enough, everyone was like super, um, what's the word when you're, uh, when you're, when you're negative about everything, um, cynical, cynical, super cynical. Yeah. 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 Mm That that patriotism can also be looked Cynical. at as, as just marketing too. I mean, yeah, you, you sure. want people to travel as well. So mm. and you want them to come home safely. So it's like, hey, you're American. Go go explore. Go travel. Come back. Use our you, airlines. You know, travel. travel on American. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Explore Germany and do do all this other goofy shit. You know, yeah. this goofy guy can do it. You could do it too. You, you know, I don't know. It's, sometimes it can be looked at that, at that as well. For sure. Another For sure. layer of patriotism as well as marketing too. Well, Chevy Chase is really like the character he was playing in these films and really his whole career is like, hey, I'm a bumbling idiot. If I could do it, you could do it type white guy. Like basically like every mediocre white guy goes like loves Chevy Chase's character because it's like they could see themselves in him or whatever. Right. And he's always rich yeah. and has like a hot wife. And it's just yeah. like in real life, this guy wouldn't probably be able to like have this, you know? No, not, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Not at like all. Che- Chevy's like interesting to me because I mean, I was a huge Chevy Chase fan as a kid, but he uh, he did. He kind of, I don't know, he dropped off or he basically retired or he there's faded. a lot of people that like have like, like a lot of people hate his guts. A lot of people think he's a dick. Oh, people but, say like, he's he was, impossible uh, to work with. But he was a Probably. huge, huge yeah. star in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And, like, he's not – like, he's a, like, tall, handsome guy. I believe he grew up wealthy, and he was the he breakout like star of SNL. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He, I'm saying he was, the, he was the breakout star of SNL, so he left SNL and pissed everybody off because to become a movie star. So it's funny that, like, his persona became this, like, bumbling idiot because in real life he was, like – he was basically a rock star of comedy. Right. But you know what? It just the, the 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 bumbling idiot, whether it's acting or not, and I don't know him, but it just kind of seemed like it fit him. It did. You you know, just even even the humor, like even some of the lines, like the line on the plane when the woman's asking him, "Would he like a soda? Would you like a tab?" He's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Would you like that in a can?" And he's like, "No, I have it right here." That shit. That that right there seems like <laughs> his personality. Yeah, 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 it does. You, know I mean? it does. Like you could give that line to a lot of people, but a lot of people are going to let it. It's not going to hit the way it hits the way he digests that line and delivers it. He, he really owns some of this shit that they wrote in that movie. You know? No, yeah. you're right. You're right. It's like they 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 probably wrote it for him to an extent. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. But they did nail it, and that is sort of his timing and his – uh, I think a lot of times too, like when you're like what you were saying, like a rock, like Peter was saying, like a rock star of comedy or whatever, or, or not even a rock star of comedy. I just mean like, uh, like if you come from like a, a wealthy, uh, well-to-do background, the only way you can be funny as as that person, as like a white elite elitist background, is to be like, is to take the piss out of yourself and be like an idiot, because like <clears throat> it's not funny to see the elite guy be be smarter than everyone or something like that. Like, like <laughs> to be it, that's an elite. Not, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, that's what he is. Like, so, so, right. so it's funny to see like a guy that you kind of know, you know, in real life has this personality or, or you know, has this great, whatever, like, uh, like, I don't want to say great, but this like elite background or whatever. It's funny to see him make fun of himself. And it's just like, it makes him more down to earth or whatever. Like, you know, the everyman type of thing. Right. So, He's really able to tap into his funny and and make it relatable to everybody. Yeah, and that alone, that that right there is hard to do. Yeah, is really to tap into the funny in a in a lane that you can ride. You you know what I mean? And people identify to it the way that it's very difficult. And I, you know? I think and, like, and the way you know the way he faded out. Uh, I I don't know if it was the um, what was it the the, the gopher when he was playing Ty the the the, the was the golf player. The oh, Caddyshack? Caddyshack? Caddyshack. Yeah. You know, that was like every character I've ever seen Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase play. It wasn't far from his last character. You, you know, like Caddyshack, Fletch, all of them could be the same person. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? They're very close. You know, so these scripts are really written around his comic ability and somewhat his personality. Because yeah. even in Fletch, he had that, that same kind of delivery and punch in some of those lines. 
You know, Fletcher was a little bit more serious, but when he ran up, ran up the Steinwicks bill, it went right back to, you know, European vacation, some of those lines, some of those tags, mm -hmm. you, you know? So I think it's just his, his comedic ability, you know, and the way they wrote these scripts around him made it a win. I think he just got tired. Of, maybe he just got tired of that shit. Like, you know yeah, what? It's true. Yeah. I think he made his money. I also think, um, like it, sort of the, like David Letterman, Bill Murray, kind of ironic, That's like comedic over. character came in and like sort of the earnest, like again, like the, like the character, like Clark Griswold, it sort of became every dad. And then therefore you couldn't like really have that be your vein. Any, you know what I mean? It's like, mm. like, you know, Homer Simpson and basically every, every sitcom dad after this became that. So it wasn't like Chevy's bag anymore. And then, it, mm. so I don't know. I mean, I think like, I still think I forget sometimes like, He's one of those guys where sometimes I forget about him and I go back and I'm like, oh, dude, this guy was like – he destroyed the 80s. Like he, he fucking owned everything. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it seems like Christmas Vacation came so much later, but it was four years later. And right. that movie plays probably 30 times a year at Christmas. So yeah. that's the one that's probably been seen the most out of all three. So this one, European Vacation kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit, I think. It, it does. I mean it, I think you had to really – grow up in that time when it was popular, mm -hmm. you know, to really appreciate European vacation, you know, and like you said, it was like a coming of age movie for some of us in that time period. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was all about timing. Cause I, I'm sure if I play that for my son, it's probably not going to hit as much as the Christmas one around Christmas time because of the holiday spirit and stuff. You know, it's a little, little bit different of an intro. He'll like some of the scenes though. He's 13, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he will I like mean. some of the scenes. He'll, he'll like sure. some of the scenes and he likes some of the humor, you know, because yeah. it, it was it was well written where a younger crowd can definitely appreciate some of that 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 satire. It, it, it'll For sure. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? So so uh, one of the scenes I wanted to talk about just up top, very, very off the rip, as they say uh, in yeah. this movie uh, is uh, the game show host. He's like introducing them. He's introducing <laughs> and he goes one yeah. by one. And he like kisses the wife like kind of a little too long, but it's not like too crazy. And then he gets right. the youngest daughter, and he just fully like for six seconds makes out with her, and nobody really <laughs> says anything. And it was so I love I love that I got the joke. It's funny, but it also is like even more funny like in retrospect today, looking looking at it now, the way things have progressed in society to like. It's it, it, it's it's funny that they had that in there as a joke, even back then when shit like that, like not literally like that ridiculous right. were happening. But like it was like, you know, behind the scenes, probably almost as bad as that. Uh, but it, 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 I don't know. I, I just thought that was the funny. That was probably the funniest scene in the movie. And it's like it's maybe two minutes in. So <laughs> it, it, it is hilarious because I think that's a play on was it Richard Dawson, the original host? Of yeah, the for uh, Price Family Price? Feud. Family Feud? Family Feud. And you know he kissed everybody but the fucking right. fathers. Right. You know, he 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 and he he was a creepy fucking dude. You know, right. even when you went up there at the end and you're answering these questions for your team, he's he's hugging you and shit. He's whispering <laughs> in her ear. He's like blowing on her earlobe, like you got it, you only 75 points away. He's he's, he's caressing her and shit. <laughs> you know, he's nuzzling in her neck and shit. And I'm like, this dude is inappropriate. <laughs> this dude <laughs> The thing is, somebody needs to check his basement. That's people so wanted funny. people wanted to be on TV so bad that if you were on TV, like that guy, like that guy could do whatever he wants because he, like he's your ticket to Hollywood. You know what I mean? It's like I think everybody right. had. I mean, I remember we had when I was a kid, we had neighbors that were on um, on uh, uh, Jerry Springer, and like the mom yeah, was like cool. telling me about it, and it was like the daughter was the other girl that got beat up by the wife. <laughs> And I was God like, damn. I was like, TV is so alluring that just like, you don't care that your daughter's a whore. You just want, you're just happy that she's on television. Well, I mean, look at the cash me outside girl. She literally is like a multimillionaire now. It's because, yeah. because is she being, really, oh my God, of course she's got she like, what she made, she made an album and that did very, very well commercially. And then also, I mean, I'm guessing her net worth, but I mean, she's got like, when you're in the tens of millions of followers on social media, you got money. There's just no way people aren't paying you to advertise their products. Yeah, at that, that point. Wow. the the host on the on yeah. the show was John Asson, who played Gomez. If you ever watched the original Adams Family, 
Yes. Joe? Yes. He's going. Yes. He's great. He's great. So funny. And yeah, that 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 whole set, like it gives me the creep. The idea of like yeah. dressing like a pig with your family. Oh my god! It's go so, on TV. It's so over the top, but it's it ended up being because because I I feel like I get the sense that they did this joke of having them dressed as pigs, like dehumanizing them as like look how look how ridiculous this particular family is what like these people are willing to get this this low right it's more a joke on the characters in the film but i think right. it ends up being a commentary about like americans in general as like yes. the years have gone on and the, the 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 new lows that people have stooped to to get on reality television i mean like basketball yes. wives or like some of these shows are just like i mean what what is the one that's like bad girls club where it's like the whole thing is just like literal assault like they just assault each other each episode the cops get involved it's like <laughs> and 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 crazy. and taking more on than you really should have because yes. this pig in the poke and they're oinking before they go and answer the next question what do yeah. you want to do i want to be a pig oink, 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 like that's it one two million now you want like like give me more like that's you know they are mocking yeah and it's it's if right you wanna, it's a if you want to go to the thing. next level it's like yeah. being being a pig and there's like a running joke where she's like, I'm glad we were pigs. Like, I'm glad we went for it and we're pigs. It's like, yeah, it's really kind of gross when you think Isn't about it. Isn't it? I mean, the commentary of the – and I like that – look, if you watch this film, you could actually watch it in a way and analyze it and go, this is a really smart film. Because it's really about a bunch of bumbling capitalist pigs who like invade other countries and like just ruin everything in their path like i mean there's a you know like there's a couple of they were they run in with a criminal or two or whatever but like it like so it's not like everyone over there is like you know the these angels or anything but they they're they're the evil ones for the whole film i mean but they, i do like yeah as somebody who's spent a lot of time in europe it, like europe is a is a is a cynical place speaking for of sure. cynicism and like people robbing you and like people taking advantage like whether it's the guy in the gondola charging you 50 bucks to take a photo. Oh, it's all the time. Or, I mean, you know what I mean? Or the waiters. Like, I've had waiters try to tell me, like, what I was allowed to order because they're busy and they don't feel like fucking putting in an order. Like, that's, that's very French. That's one of the most French things. God I've ever. damn. I was, I was in a hospital in France and, like, I got treated like shit by, like, everybody. Like, the nurses couldn't care less if I fucking died. Only the, do- like, the doctor was cool and he's like, yeah, I studied in America. I like America. Everyone else is like, if we just dispose of this um, this American teenager, no one will ever know that he was even here. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor's not even helping you. He just walks into the room and says, Gesundheit, let them go. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, there was nobody. The doctor was in the hospital for like 20, like 30 minutes of 24 hours. The rest wow. of the day, it was just like a couple of nurses in the hospital was empty. It was nuts. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the, the culture over there is very different. It's, it's, it's interesting. There's just like a few core differences, but like especially like work ethic and stuff like our, our we, we take for granted in America, like everyone <clears throat> is like super hardworking. Like we kind of like pick on each other about, uh, uh, you know, being lazy. But I mean, compared to yeah. Yeah. France and, and Spain, it's not even close. Well, like, we're they, also like we're just more bright eyed. Like they're like they kind of I always like in this fight with my dad because my dad's an immigrant. It's like, oh, you know, the world is always coming to an end. Like all he cares about is making tomato sauce for tonight. It's like Americans are like very like bright. Like Clark Griswold, like he just assumes everything's going to work out. We used to be. Right. Yeah. He wants his kids to like (laughs) like to love him and he wants his wife. Like but he he just assumes the best. Like all the cynicism is kind of happening all around Around him. him. But that's just it's sad because honestly, that is like probably a better way to live, like to be blissfully ignorant. But uh, mm. you know, the America that I grew up in, and especially the the America this year in particular, is absolutely the most cynical I've ever I've I've ever seen America be. Mm. Like, no, do you really think people that are like like your son, like your kid, and 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 people like that are growing up today, like in their teen teen years today, maybe like an eighteen year old today, do you think that they're like? bright-eyed about the future like not even close man no it's a complete 180 but that's like i i think that's i think we need another rocky four like i think it's our media's i I think it's our media's (laughs) fault like there's a reason people bought into that stuff it's because to that they were being told it like if you're if you're if you're constantly like my thing with with everything it's like People will be like, oh, the world is coming to an end. Everything is terrible. Everything is horrible. And I go, well, how are you doing? They go, 
oh, I'm great. Everyone's great. My f-. I'm like, how is it possible that you're great, but the world is constantly coming to an end? Don't you think that that enters into it a little bit? And I, I'm not. I'm talking pre-corona, so obviously this is a different circumstance. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we're kind of programmed a bit, and right now people are programmed to be fearful and negative. Whereas in the past, it, literally our media was telling us everything's going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. And I, every dude, I put on that Rocky Four training montage, and I feel like everything's going to be okay. So I now, think that's Rocky what we, Four is the Russian. Is yeah. that yes. the one with the Russian? Yeah. yeah. If I can change, you can change. That shit. I yeah, so. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. It came out the same year as this movie. Eighty-five. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think the difference now between now and then, Peter, is just access, man. Like, yeah, you, you can't. You, the media back then they dictated so much. You know what I mean? Now they can't. We, we have so many people with so many platforms mm-hmm. and and negative shit that you that you don't ask for. Negativity yeah. seeks you out. Yeah, you, you know top. what I mean? And yeah, and then and then there's there's people that back negativity. So you're not even supporting it, but there's people that backing it. And then in your mind, subconscious, like, yeah, shit is probably, shit is kind of fucked up. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? It's not as it's not great. Everything was. Like eighty four, we were selling shit, man. We were selling fucking dreams. Yeah, we were selling dreams. We had a crack epidemic. You know, what I mean? it was so much shit. It going wasn't great. On. The country right. was falling apart. Yeah, you know. So we we were trying to sell sell the American spirit. You yeah, know, we were trying to package it. Our movies was around it. Mm. Um, everything was around that. Television shows were around all because we wanted to pick up the American spirit and the American dream and just broadcast it out to the world like everything is perfect over here meanwhile you you got inner cities that are getting like you know fucked up because of the cracking epidemic you're ruining generations of families you know what i mean they, then you, you got you know jobs everything it's just kind of repeating itself but in the 80s it was really fucking tough trying to hide that shit you know yeah. trying to hide that's like trying to hide your crackhead uncle that lives with you but he's always on the porch like come inside the fucking house everybody what? just needs to see this shit it's like if you ever saw American Tale, they sing there's no cats in America, like the cartoon about the mice coming to America. It's like like people come here thinking like, oh, you know, every the streets are going to be paved with gold when they yeah. and they get here and they're like, oh, wait a minute. You guys have garbage and crime and homeless people like they don't even know. I do think it's funny what you said about what you let in. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and they're like, oh, did you see the, you know, the Bill Cosby rape documentary i was like no they're like oh did you watch the michael jackson one i was like no and they're like did you watch that and i was like no and uh, they were like don't you want to know i was like i already know like what am i going to do now you know go arrest michael jackson like it's a little late for that so it's it's just a lot of inviting i was like i don't need to like sit here and think about children getting molested to know that there's a lot of bad shit in the world and i don't necessarily want to invite that into my psyche all the time Dude, we're we're just constantly always ripping off scabs that was never on us to rip off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't know anything more about Michael Jackson than what you've heard already, then why would you go back and watch the documentary and open a scab that you didn't even know existed on your body? Like, right. oh fuck, this is dark. Yeah, you, you want know to I mean? do this it is- though. People are drawn to it. Like, that's why negativity rises to the top on Twitter. It's because people always. click a heart on that. They they want to retweet that. They want to they want to show something is bad over you know more so than something is good. And it's always. it's a problem. I, I mean, noticed it when years gross. ago. I, I forget if it was a, a hurricane or a blizzard or something. And we were told like make sure you get all your supplies at home because the weather's gonna be really bad. And I sat at home and I just ate snacks and watched the news for like 12 hours. And, it, and then the next day I was out of snacks and I was like, oh, all I did was just eat shit and watch TV. Like I didn't need to do any of this. You know what I mean? It was right. just designed for me to feel bad. Right. Right. Yeah. And you feeling bad, you, you, you spent money and also you clocked in time on whatever you were watching. Yeah. So, so it's all the number game too. Like, but negativity, people do like negativity. For instance, I put out my podcast, right? Yeah. And the, in the, What's the it title called? of it's the Ty Rainey podcast, right? Nice. But I just title it each, each episode has its own title. So this episode that just passed was uh, a weak moment. Um, but I'm back. Right. Mm-hmm. So right there, it says that something negative happened. Right. So I got more calls because I, I went vegan for four months and then I fell off, ate a chicken sandwich. I got more calls 
of people asking me, yo, what happened? Yo, you ate a chicken sandwich? I got more <laughs> calls about falling off and eating a chicken sandwich than yeah. the calls I got when I said, hey, I'm I, going vegan. Mm-hmm. I'm changing my diet. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I mean? Like it was yes. a positive change. But You're when making I fall a off, right. I had double the people interested in what, what happened, yo? What's going on? What'd you do? You, you're back on the meat? Like, no. I just had a weak moment. But I see that's what draws you in. You want to see what happened to me. Right. You know, everybody, everybody's curious to what happened it's, in, it, in it, a negative way. No, that's a very interesting, like, do you, do you think, I think that's a great example of it. Because that really, do you think it's because people are self-conscious of their own shortcomings and, for instance, not being able to stick to something? So they want to see other people not be able to stick to something and just Absolutely. see that as like a sort of sick kind of like, oh, they couldn't do it either. See, I'm not so fucking bad. Absolutely. Ugh, that's why so we have shows called The Biggest Fucking Loser. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why That's why yeah. I tell people and I, I made a comment on Facebook. I said, you know, I said, it's, it's like I said, stop posting your workout videos because it's really awkward for us to see you fall short of your goal year after year Oof. after year after year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got so many comments on that. People were laughing and stuff because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell anybody about your workout goals or your diet goals, then there's no accountability if you stop or fall off. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you it broadcasts everybody, you're working out for a week straight. You got all the shit. You post it every day. People are watching every day to say, I'm going to watch this fat motherfucker stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be here for it. I'm going to be here for the laugh and the decline. It's more entertaining sometimes. It's inspiration if you can go all the way through. It's very right. inspirational. And you do get the people that support you. But there's always people in the background laughing like, oh, I can't wait when this dude is just falling short of his goals. Like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, because, no, because uh, everyone has failed and let go of something. It's just that broadcast. I could have told. I could. I, I could have went vegan, not told anybody. Yeah, it, for it, sure. It would have failed every fucking month. <laughs> you know. So right. Keep. I say keep stuff to yourself sometimes. Well, for until sure. You get the end result. Well, for sure. I mean, I definitely think. Uh, you know, if you want to share your workout video for something else, but but the, the right. you're right. Making a comment on it. Uh, the high volume of people sharing the workout stuff, like it, it seems like they're all sort of doing it out of some sort of other, other like to hop on a bandwagon or something. And it's not going to give you the right. results you want. You're going to, yeah. I mean, you're basically yeah. failing in front of us in long term. I think, you know, speaking of people, uh, uh, our shortcomings, uh, Peter got kicked off the Zoom. Uh, I don't know what happened to him, but uh, he's, he just texted me. He said he's trying to get back in. He's an old right. man, so I try to, t- t- you know, coach him through these. So quit. I said, quit the app and come back. He said he's trying, and then he said it's spinning. I'm trying, oh. but that means he hasn't okay. quit yet, you know, because he have to, you have yeah. to quit the app, Peter. So uh, if you li- if you're listening to me now, Peter, uh, we'll, we'll we'll continue, but uh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll get back in. But yeah, no, I think it's very interesting. I think I think uh, sometimes we fall into these discussions because '80s movies were so not cynical most of the time so a lot of the 80s movies that we talk about on this you know for instance european vacation very non-cynical movie um Mm -hmm. it's just impossible to find examples of even not just movies but like even like music or television shows or find a tweet that's this you know blindly optimistic and ignorant you know find find anything Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to find anything like that uh, these yeah. days, and even before 2020, before all this shit, like just hit the fan and everything, um, it's been bubbling up for a while. Like it's not, it's not that this, like I, this is another thing. Like everyone keeps saying, like I know it's cute to be like, oh, 2020 is the worst year ever. We need 2021. Like that's going to change anything or anything. It's not. It's not this year. It's not just this one year, man. This was just a bunch of shit hitting the fan that was on its way to the fan for a right. long time. I mean. Right. For sure, like we've seen signs of this. So mm-hmm. I, I think the people that like, I think it's very telling people that are like, that think this happened or are, are acting as if it just all happened at once and we had this like big cultural awakening moment. No, mm-hmm. no, not at all. Like you, you, the person that feels that way, you're out of touch. And whatever mm-hmm. side you fall on, whether you're, you know, whether you're, you know, a Nazi or whether you are a uh, 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 a Soviet Union, whatever, fucking communist, 
uh, right. you're, you're, you're the one that was out of touch. And really, it's, it, it's been <clears> happening <throat> for a long time. And specifically with, you know, obviously, like the police brutality stuff, that's been happening forever. But then also, absolutely. Just, also just like, like just, just society in general, our conversations in general, they've been more pessimistic year in, year out. And uh, I'm not surprised that it hit the fan. I guess I'm a little bit surprised, you know, this pandemic sort of threw a wrench into everything. But I think this stuff would have happened regardless. Absolutely. Um, it, it definitely would have. I mean, every everything has its time when it's supposed to happen. I mean, the pandemic was supposed to happen this year. Um, right. I think we were leading up to something big like this. It's just, like you said, we don't know when, but you, you, you keep digging into a salty ass bag of chips. You're going to have high blood pressure after a while. Yes. And you can't, you can't say, ah, I'm, I'm good right now. You, you, you know what I mean? It's like it, the, the inevitable is coming. Right. You know, and, and, and we, we've come to that point where, you know, we're, we're in the thick of it, right. you know, and everything we've done in the past led up to this moment. Like mm-hmm. we, we have a reality star as a president. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but look, but look what happened to our music. Look what happened to our television. Look what happened to our entertainment. Look what happened to our interactions. Like, we're 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 less connected. Yeah. But more connected now than we've ever been. We are more literally connected. That's we the, are that's more true. literally connected, but we're so disconnected. For sure. As far as being, you know, in touch with one another. You know, nobody's really listening. Everybody has their platforms. So it, yeah. it's, it's less people kind of listening and, and too many platforms that are probably maybe saying the same thing, but has a different approach. Yes. Yes. You, know, you, you, yes. Can, you, you yes. can, you can totally. have a, 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 like a nutritionist coach talk mm-hmm. to you one way. And then you have another coach that probably is just as knowledgeable, but has a different way of approaching you. Like this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, or I don't like the way he's giving this message to me. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else who delivered the same, what the same message in a different way. Mm-hmm. And then you get people arguing over the same shit. That is how what's it's happening. Said. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's, it's it, the, the whole thing, that whole saying, you know, it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. That's very right. true. People do respond to, uh, like, uh, tact and the approach that you have when you say something. I mean, that's why pe- that's why I think a lot of people hate Trump, which I think is is warranted personally. But whatever. This isn't – I'm not even going to get into politics. He, right. he, 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 the way he says stuff is just intentionally antagonizing. He's, he's like, yeah. you know, of course people hate him. He has right. always been that way. He is, he's a troll. He really is. Right. Like he, yeah. he really always has been. Um, and yeah. some people love that. I mean, it's kind of like the way, I don't know if you've ever watched like wrestling, like WWE or WWF. It's like some people love the heel. They love the bad guy. And I really feel like they view the press. So some people don't like that they people view the presidency that way. Like you should be holding the presidency in this high regard. And of course he should be presidential. But it's like people, man, they, uh, we're not, we, people just want to root for something. They, they, they don't. I don't. Th- th- I don't think people are, are as sophisticated as 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 that. You know what I mean? Like they just no. want to. They want to root for someone or or root against someone. And what what you're saying is so true. It's like a lot of the arguments I've seen and a lot of like the anger I see is like people saying the same thing, and then they have a small caveat that like angers the other side. But it's like mm-hmm. who really doesn't want police brutality to end like who really doesn't want the pandemic to slow down who doesn't want uh like race relations to get better like i i mean really think about it think hard about the people that you know and the people you've come into contact with maybe not even your friends but just the people that you've come into contact with how many of them are truly like you know diametrically opposed to to those things like i mean come on it's not that many it, no, it really not. isn't like it. And, and what happens is these opinions get more extreme. And so you, you get the, the shit that rises to the top or like the most extreme form of a nuanced opinion without the mm-hmm. nuance. So you get this, mm-hmm. like you get like the outcome of a nuanced discussion as the headline. And then people mm-hmm. react to that headline. And it's like, right. you know, it's a catchy thing to say, whatever it is, you know, yeah. but it, but it, it ha- has no substance because you didn't see the background to it. And so of course half the country's upset with it. And then of course the other half is defending it. And it's just, it's a recipe for disaster. What, what I think has really nice. been the driver of the downfall. I'm sorry. I haven't talked about this to, to, to anyone really, but yeah, bro, Brit, Brit, <laughs> Brit, Alex, let, well, well, here's the here. question. 
<laughs> let me, let me white explain for a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's just I I think Twitter and social media in general is a driving force behind a lot of this. And I don't even think it was intentionally set up that way. I don't think the people right. that invented it were malicious. I, But I think we have to recognize what, what has happened. And these platforms, these internet publishers, which is what they've become basically, it's yeah. driving us crazy. Like it's driving right. the country way, way more so than any single person in America. These platforms and this technology has driven us uh, further apart. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. That's that's why we need more European vacation. Yes, we need shows like that. That's just real, just funny. You know, just a funny overall. Even if it's not, you know, doesn't resemble your family. It's 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 an it's it's an idea of a family that that's you know doing goofy shit. You know, like the American family just imposing their American values (laughs) in Europe. (laughs) And just and yeah. just and just being idiots about it, you know right. And, and it's it's just all out of good fun. No one was no one really was offended. There was nothing really totally offensive in these movies. Not really. There was nothing real racy in there. Um, they didn't push the envelope with that stuff that made people feel uncomfortable, and it made it a good show. It made it a good movie where it was enjoyable without that guilt right. of you know the token Asian guy or the token black guy or whatever. Whatever right. the the catalyst of that joke might be, or whatever right. you're trying to get through, or whatever is you know subliminally, it was just a good wholesome written movie mm-hmm. with 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 some with some little jewels in it about Americans and how we just we're, we're like a bull in a china shop sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go to other places, other countries, especially we're so arrogant. You know, That's... we're just so clueless. We're just so not appreciative of other cultures. You know, yes. we try to. But we're offensive at the same time. Absolutely, I think I think that hasn't changed. I think no, as much as that people, has, yeah, that, that hasn't changed. changed at all. Even the people right. that want to be intellectuals or are intellectuals in America, if you put them in a, a European or or another, you know, an Asian culture, and they're going to be knocking shit over. Like they're we're not respectful people. It's just not in our DNA. We just no matter what your skin color is, if you come from America, like you're an American, right. you're, you're going to stick out in another, you're going to stick out. And yeah. also it's not, it doesn't even have to be you, Alex. Yeah. You could be accepting to other cultures and be like, Hey man, I, I really want to, I appreciate this. I want to learn. And they're going to look at you like this fucking American idiot. Cause we're, we're yeah. nothing but a big fucking Pepsi commercial. That's all we are. We're That's, all, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're a big fucking Pepsi ad. You know, we are, USA send motherfuckers to the moon. Yes. Um, yes. U.S. Army strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, U.S. Army strong. Yeah, yeah that, that's the shit we sell. American yeah. beer with the fucking Clydesdale horses and sports and hot dogs and shit. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. You know, high bank loans and bailout programs and fast cars and shit that we don't even make over here. Yep. <laughs> we don't. So- we don't even make them. <laughs> we, we don't even make these hot ass fucking cars. Like we are For just, sure. we're just, we are just consuming everything on this. We eat up resources on this fucking earth. It's crazy. You know, we 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 deplete other places of their of their natural resources and 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 everything. We are leeches. We are in yeah. our hand is in everybody's fucking pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, and we are not appreciative to anybody's pocket that we're in. We we no. don't consider them. We, we, don't, we don't acknowledge we, it. We don't acknowledge that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that, that's, that's, I think that's one of the reasons. No, no, you're right. That it is one of the reasons it, it's interesting though. It's interesting that um, that culture is, you're right. Like American culture is um, very commercial, very like non-considerate. And it still is, even as we've, you know, progressed onto different social values, which I think in general has gotten much better. Of course, you know, I think, yeah, I think for the most part, especially you know you look back 50 years ago of course of course we're like better from a social perspective like the way we treat gay people the way we treat uh uh every every everyone really mm-hmm. but um we're still very selfish we still all the things you just said are true and i just wonder why i don't know why american culture is like the driving culture of the whole world it seems or at least like the western world i guess even japan mm-hmm. though like i mean they know what like mm-hmm. 
they know our music and shit. It's just like all the shit that we do, our political issues are like everyone's political issues. It seems like our election coming up is like everyone's election. Like everyone knows about it. Everyone knows it happens in November. It's just like, it's weird, man. And, uh, and that fuels the arrogance because then we continue to think we're the center of the world. Uh, and, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, it, 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 I, I, I don't know. I got off on a little tangent, but I, I just wonder why we we still drive the conversations because bro we we need these conversations. Look at you, man! You, you you're getting your color back, Alex. That's what I'm talking about. You need these conversations because I think yeah. I think it, it's 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 like phases, man. It's like you know. Remember when? Uh, I don't remember when, but we, it was a time where women, mm-hmm. you know, weren't looked at seriously in the workforce. Yeah, for sure. You doing with a job? Not you even know, that now, long ago. Right. Not even that long ago. So. You take that, and then and, and then we're going forward, and then uh, there was a fight for that. Now, with the music and everything being so influential mm-hmm. and, and being so global, there's a message. There's a rebel. There's some rebellious in our music. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Our music is telling a story. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're we're being we're being. Um, let's see. It's not we're unlike our. Oh, okay. Go on. Sensory. It's like, it's like we're not being censored, but we're not able to, like our, our American ideals are not the best in, 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 and we're, we're speaking against the commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're speaking against the, the Anheuser-Busch, Clydesdale, you know, horses and shit. Like everything is all good over here and, it, and it's not, mm-hmm. you, you know? So you're right. I, I, I think we're, we're able to get that out and it's making us look bad. So we got to push more with our commercial agendas because yeah, yeah, the messages yeah. of, of, of how the green, the grass is not greener on this side mm-hmm. is, is a little bit louder than the advertising of come to America. Everything is all good. Right. It, it's, it's finally now this place is not all fucking good. Right. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's, and, and we're at a time where globally we're connected. You can, you can pretty much set up shop anywhere and, 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 and still be, you know, you, you can compete against America from anywhere. You can be from America, go to Europe and, and still capitalize and make and, and do what you do. But you're, oh, yeah. you're leaving, you're leaving home base. You're leaving the commercial. You're leaving you the could, studio. You could do that. You could, you could capitalize on an American audience from a different place. Like obviously with the internet. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're going to, they're losing they're, they're, we're losing, you For know, sure. and that's what they're, that's what they're looking at. So that's why they're trying to, close borders but open it for certain certain people to come in well that's so we a can real, still try to advance well that's a real thing too like like not even just like commercial like art success like comedy or or music but like right uh, like real estate like the chinese real estate market so like there's these really wealthy chinese investors that have bought up huge amounts of real estate in manhattan and they they basically take their money and they hide it from the chinese government by investing in american like like very expensive property in Manhattan and they don't even like use it. They just, they put their money in there and they'll like, they don't live there. They'll just rent it out or whatever. And right. um, it's, it's gotten to the point where like out of all, like, like the, the share of the, the, the mar- real estate market in Manhattan, like Chinese investors without any allegiance to the U S that don't pay any U S tax dollars. They own like a huge amount of the market, like over 25%. So, uh, right. I think like right. Republicans want to want to impose tariffs on Chinese investors, but then Democrats don't want to do that. So it's like this argument, but it is an issue, it, 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 and, and and it's something that the internet has allowed, which is like a good thing that you can basically do business from elsewhere. But it's mm-hmm. also like okay, well then, how do countries keep their shit at the same time? You know, right? So so it, 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 it's it, tricky, man. It's very tricky. It made the world a lot smaller. Yeah. 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 It's very Yo, tricky. Peter, you're back. I have been back. I don't know what happened. My internet's fucked up. My Wi-Fi, so I'm on my phone. Sorry about that, guys. Are you, so your Wi-Fi just crapped out randomly? Yeah, and I was just using it. It's funny because I called the cable company today. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to see about uh, adding uh, cable TV because I only have Wi-Fi. And when I told them, you know what? I'm actually not interested. I think they had a spite. <laughs> fucked up my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Oh, like the minute yeah. the guy goes, "What do you mean you don't want to add anything else?" I was like, "He's like, you want to do uh, you want to do phone service with us?" I was like, "No, I'm not interested." He goes, "All right, then have a good day." 
And then ever since then, he put. I think he put the hex on me. I, I, I Wait think- a minute. This is Verizon, isn't it? No, it's uh, I'm, I'm in Jersey. Oh. I'm down. Uh, it's op- is it Optimum? I don't even know. Optimum? I think it's Optimum Online. Yeah. Oh, okay. Basically, cable. Yeah, I, have, I don't think that's the case at all, Peter. I think you're just really, really <laughs> bad with technology. It's probably, it's and, probably and true. I'm, I'm for, I think I know for sure if I was there, I could just restart the computer. It, it worked. Probably. Yeah, there's something going on. I mean, your app probably just failed. It, it, sometimes Zoom needs an update. I was going to ask you how come all my photos are on the cloud and I can't share my photos now. Oh, but no. that's a conversation. That's a conversation. <laughs> please, for can we, yeah, can we? When we're not recording. Please. God bless you, Peter. Yeah, God, you're really you're an ancient you're man. An you're, t- you're an IT guy, right? Uh, I try not to tell people, but yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm saying, I, I apologize. But like, well, you you and Alex both know this stuff, and I don't even know the basic stuff. Like, I can't even. Maybe I, after I just, we're done recording, well, me and Ty will help you out, because I think I know what your problem is. I, yeah, I, I, have it, I have an idea of what it might be. It was, I, I, all I know is one minute we were talking pigs in a poke, and next minute it's Chinese investment in real estate. Oh, man, we got into it, dude. You, We, we got into I mean, yeah. it. Was, it was a good combo for sure we did not we lose any steam that's for sure sorry yeah, we got deep i got to know alex a little bit more man i yeah. fucked with this dude man oh yeah, great. No, I, I, I appreciate it yeah no I, I like right back at i like you. both you guys i i it's i like bringing people together you know, there's no reason why you guys should know each other you know i think comics mm-hmm. always like always uh, appreciate each other or like just because like there's always like uh uh the surface level that most people have and then like comics always have like a uh, something more to say even about like mundane mm. shit it's always yeah. good meeting. But also, like, you know, like, Ty, I mean, I remember, like, I did the show in Jersey City, and, and Ty was my mom's favorite comic. Oh, that's And that's, cool. like, say, that's, well, that's saying a lot, because it's, like, you know, like, just, like, we're talking about, like, being, like, positive and not cynical, and, like, uh-huh. like Ty's, like, one of those guys that, like, making sure everyone's having a good time, and be, being funny without being, like, unnecessarily, like, dark or dirty or anything like that, just be, like charming and funny and that's a skill for sure yeah. i appreciate that i just try to bring everybody in on it i don't like to have people singled out and you know i like to i, I just talk about shit that i identified to and hopefully everybody else can in, in a light way you know what i mean I, I just i just want people to be comfortable and have a good time you know i don't yeah. try to pander to the audience too much but i do read the audience but i want everybody to enjoy what i have to say regardless if it's material or i'm just riffing just to connect yeah. with you so you can smile and laugh that's really what it is, bottom line. That's why I don't have no material, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I feel like a I feel like a scrambling quarterback. Like I got some material, but other than that, I'm just trying to get the first fucking down. It's just laugh, man. It's yeah. like nope. moon in the pocket. I'm scrambling. Yeah. Yeah, nope, yeah, yeah. nope. Nobody who's like re- nobody who's really good at like calculating perfect jokes knows how to connect with human beings. Right. That's so true. Like, that's for sure true. So like those guys are like I, I don't. They're, yeah, they're building know, joke puzzles. Those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah joke yeah. math. They're yeah. like, if I just move this word over here, it'll get thirty percent. I mean, more those laugh. guys, man. <laughs> I I can't. Those are those, those are the guys. I I kind of walk out of the green room. I I can't be because yeah. because listen, comedy is just a connection between people. It's just a conversation. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. have to just connect with people. It's not. It, it is word placement and how you say things, but the sure. overall is just. It's just communication. Like I, yeah. I try to tell people, like I'm not trying to get funnier. That's gonna that's gonna come. I'm just trying to be a better communicator and paint a better picture, that's, so yeah. the funny is a lot funnier. Yes, the funny's gonna come. You just have to communicate. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember Absolutely, listening man. to. Uh, I remember listening to Godfrey and uh, talking about Bernie Mac, who met- mentored him. And I can't do Bernie Mac, but Godfrey does an amazing Bernie Mac. He but, really does. Yeah. Uh, Godfrey was saying that when he was young, like he was trying to be that like perfect joke guy, and um, and Bernie Mac's like, you know, half of it is just if they just want to be in the room with you. He's like, what are you doing? And I really, I become a big believer in that. It's like a lot of it is do do these people are they entertained enough that they want to listen to you for fifteen minutes or thirty minutes or whatever it is? Do they want to be in the room with you? Yeah. No, hundred percent. I think we might have just lost Ty. Ty, yeah. are you frozen? I think it's oh, a Zoom man. thing, man. Shit. No, no. He's he was good this whole time. And then I don't know. Do you do you want to just text him real quick so we can say bye? Because I think we're we can uh, wrap up. Oh shit, now you're gone. What the fuck's going no. on? Jesus I might have done that. Christ, what is happening? I might have done that. Yeah, you, you hit the button. I saw what you did. No, I saw I saw a video. Now you have video, but you didn't before. 
Yo, this is some spooky Chinese shit that's happening well, right it now. It is Chinese people, but can you can you text <laughs> Ty? Oh, now you're gone again. What the fuck, dude? Oh, because like, wait a minute. Oh, because when you leave, you leave. That's fine. Leave to text Ty. That's okay. Well, I, I I can use this time to say, you know, if you're watching these videos on YouTube, you could like, you could comment, subscribe. You know, those things are good. We got a few people that do that are doing that without us really asking for it. But apparently, if you ask people to do it. Even though all the buttons are there and stuff, they they're more likely to do it. So just you know, you guys are idiots, but like, comment, and subscribe, and yeah, do that shit. So and also leave a there's review like, on iTunes. It helps more than you think. There's like a real estate guy on YouTube that I watch, and he literally goes every video. He's like, make sure you smash the like button. Smash that like button. Smash it, dude. And he's got a mil- he's got a million followers. I know, dude. Is no, they started like 10 years ago. They get lucky. They hit these – dude, a lot – dude, if, I'm such an idiot. If I would have started a YouTube channel like eight years ago, I feel like it just like we would have oh, had God. something, you know? God. But that's the thing. You start it now or, you know, a couple couple of months ago, and in five years, we're going to be very happy we started it. So it, it will build. Sorry. What um, what he said? Oh, there he is. Oh, let's come back. Well, I'm admitting him right now. Oh, dope. There he is. Hey Ty, what? At, hey Ty, can you hear us? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's th- my Android was at eight percent. Fucking Bro. rebooted, so I'm on my iPhone now. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, you got multiple phones. We're here. I had to log in, send a text from my Android to my <laughs> iPhone just to get the link because ah, I can't remember man. all those numbers. Oh my god! Well. Bro, uh, I appreciate it, and we just wanted to make sure that we we got you back at least to say bye, because I okay. didn't want it to just end with your. You had a frozen face for a good, you know, minute there. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> you know, it was something like that. Um, all right, cool. No, yeah, no, um, I'll clean this all up and post and stuff. And and dude, we, I, I, I uh, loved our conversation, and I think it yeah, really a lot of it tied in like exactly with the movie because it's just. It is a very fucking like different time looking at 1985 when this movie was made. It was just like you can see, you can tell that whoever was writing and directing this movie was right. not concerned with societal issues the way that we are today. So it's just no. an interesting no. way to view a movie. I watched it today for the first time. I, to be honest, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I, although, you know, there there are things about these vacation movies that are just like a little over the top and just like ridiculous right but there was a few jokes in here i really thought were funny so where'd you where'd you stream it from where'd you watch it from i, I download on pirate face still i'm an old school downloading torrent oh i fucked with alex I yeah a dude oh yeah 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 every single movie we've done dude <laughs> I mean, pretty but, much but but you see this yeah. is this is part of the rebellion we're rebelling yes. from the u.s the commercial we're fucking pirating copywritten material we're uh-huh. oh god yeah we make our podcast out of it <laughs> So, uh, if, we, content. <laughs> if we ever have if we ever have that meeting with execs from Sirius or Epics TV, yeah. we're gonna edit this out. We don't want them to hear this part of the conversation. Yes. Well, but, you no. know what though? I mean, honestly, <laughs> fuck all those people. Like that's what the people want rebellion. Ty is right. The people want jokes about things you're not supposed to joke about, and they, you know, so just that's unless, the people who have the big followings. Trust me. Unless they want to give us a contract, in which case we are willing to walk the line. Man, all right. Yeah, no, there, there's sponsors. There's sponsors that'll back you. Oh yeah, shit. you got enough people following it and believe in your bullshit. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got. And you, there's a few companies that like to sponsor like edgy people. Like you see them all the time. Like I watch them. I watch some comedians that come under fire. You know, for what they say. I just like that shit. Uh, but I'll always see the same coffee company or the same like fucking dick pill company. And you're like, oh, these guys like like racists right. or something. You know, right. like, right. <laughs> like they, they're affiliated. <laughs> I, I'm joking, but to an extent, I'm not. <laughs> no, man, you, you're, you're right. They're like, I like this guy's energy. <laughs> I don't agree with everything, but he's passionate about his hate. Right, like, oh, okay. right, right, right. That's that's really it. Um, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So Ty, it's been a pleasure, man. Um, do you? So you have your podcast. Is there anything else that you want to promote or plug here? What we have um, here. Let's see. I mean, you could you could check me out at uh, tyrainy.com. It's t y r a n e y dot com. Um, and everything is pretty much funneling off there. Um, I do a, a I try to do a monthly Zoom show, which I'm probably going to tap nice. out and not do. But <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to try to do it again. 
this month. <laughs> I hate this shit. But it's the Good Vibes Only comedy show on Zoom, <laughs> um, which is cool. And um, the Ty Rainey Podcast, man. Every Tuesday, there is a, a new episode. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. And uh, hit me up on any social media platform. Comedian Ty Rainey. Thank Boom. you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, thank you. Uh, uh, thanks for doing it. We appreciate it. And Peter... Um, uh, anything from you or are we all just, I mean, I'm, I'm starting new, I'm starting new live shows again. I have one really? mo- Monday, which will be probably before this episode gets released. But as we go forward, nice. I think, I think, I think like DIY speakeasy standup is, is coming. It's happening already. I think that's, that's going to be the future for a while. So Do, we'll where's it going to be? The one on uh, the sh- it's a rooftop in the Bronx. I don't even really know the details, but uh, I'm just excited. Sounds to be doing sketchy, it. but no, I'm just kidding. No, and also, and I and I did the show. I did the show with Ty, the Zoom show, and that was a lot of fun because, like, we've talked about, like, I'm not crazy about stand up on Zoom, but Zoom is great right. for conversation for sure. So when right. you have four or five comics just busting chops, it was that was, cool. shit was that shit was hilarious. Like we were I, all I like laughing. Doing that. I like doing that with Gordon. Gordon actually saved it because that that was his format. I was letting people bomb right Ugh. in my face doing <laughs> ten minutes, and I was watching them. And then I black my screen out to make it worse. Like this shit's painful. I mean, it's like, painful. But, <laughs> it's it hard. It's hard to sit through. Well, because even when you're, even when what? we were doing it, like I was like engaged and I'm listening and I'm I'm having fun and I'm making people laugh and people are making me laugh. But if I just like turn my head away from the screen, I'm like, oh no, I'm alone in my place. <laughs> like the world is great as long as my eyes are on the screen. Face but the forward. minute I turn away, yeah. I'm like, this is so sad. I mean, I'm alone here right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this has been great. I felt like I haven't been alone, but I've been alone this whole hour. Well, I was alone for about 10 minutes with my Wi-Fi. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that was really sad. That's the post-apocalyptic future that I'm worried about. I'm not worried about anything else. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, I think uh, I think that about does it. Uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely we'll start uploading again. I know there was a couple of weeks there where we were off schedule, but we're back now. Uh, we pretty much will do Tuesdays moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. All cool. right. So um, Ty, th- thanks again, man. So yeah, great to finally again. have you on. No, thank you, Peter. I appreciate it, man. And Alex, thank you as well. And nice meeting you, bro. Great to meet you. I hope I hope we could do some comedy, you know, in person at some point. That'd be great. Yeah, we will. I'm I'm just waiting for shit to die. You know, I I got a, I got a wife with a compromised immune system, so I'm not out in these streets as uh, much as I would like for, to. I'm just yeah, trying chill. to consider that. So I'm, no, I'm definitely yeah. I'll, I'll do this shit and and maybe an outside event. But I, I I feel more just doing this until things open up. So I'm they good. will eventually. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But Absolutely. all right, uh, bye everyone. See you guys. Peace, peace, gentlemen.